Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. John, welcome. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm very tired. Yeah? Yeah. Me too. It's yeah. been a long week. <laughs> it has been a weirdly long week for yeah, some reason. Yeah, but it's good. It's the weekend. Lots of stuff to do. We got wrestling tonight. We got the Bruins tonight. Wrestling. Yeah. It's a, it's a good fun time. We're going to have a good We're gonna have a good Sunday. Fuck the lightning. <laughs> yeah, fuck the lightning. But here we go. It's, it's hockey time. So last week we were recording during the Bruins game. They won yeah. that game. It was very exciting. Then they won several more games. Or maybe they lost that game. I don't remember. They lost one. They lost one. It I don't was, remember if it was the one we were... Second game. It so, was the one we were watching. Okay, so they lost that one, but then they went on a, a streak and won three in a row, yeah. and uh, they're, and, they're into the second round now. And Mike, what's his name, got all uppity about it. Oh, and then, oh, Mike Milberry? Yeah, and then he said some awful stuff about women. And <laughs> oh, yeah. He now said, he's not on TV anymore. Oh, they took him off TV? Yeah. I hadn't heard that. Yep. Uh, I mean, he, he hasn't done commentary for the last two days, so my guess is he's never going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, he said that the... Uh, the bubbles, the NHL bubble's great because there's no women around to distract you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's right. That's what women are there for, to distract you. That's the only purpose. That's what, yeah. If you're a professional athlete, women are there to distract you. Mm-hmm. Like, what? what is this? Like, that's it's, the excuse. It's the 60s is what it is, apparently. That's the excuse that, like, an asshole father in, a like, a teen sports movie, like, you forget about that girl and your only life is out on the field. Right. It's like, but I love her, dad. It's that. Like, it's that mentality of, no, sports is the only thing that matters to you. Everything else is a distraction. Yep. Uh, but he said it on live TV in 2020. In 2020, yeah. yeah. And his co-commentators said nothing about it. And then he had some, like, half-assed apology, being like, oh, I was trying to make a joke. Or... No. No. Nope. Well, it wasn't as bad as the Reds announcer. Who said, who said a gay slur. Oh, I uh, did see that. Yeah. And then, like, he said it because he didn't realize he was on a live mic. And then... Like twenty minutes later, or whatever, he had this like really long apology. And was basically like, "Yeah, I'm probably never going to work again." <laughs> In it, he's like, "I'm so sorry. I don't talk like that." Which, like, of course you do. You don't just like, right? You don't say that in the middle of casual conversations at work if that's not a thing you normally say. Um, and he's like, "And I'm a, I'm a good Christian man, and I believe in we're all God's children, or whatever." But like, yeah, I probably won't be around for a while. Good. <laughs> And then he got dropped for baseball and football. So yeah, makes that's, sense. That's what happens when you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, exciting stuff. We got Bruins game. There's a lot to talk about this week. Um, so we'll we'll kind of jump into things because there's we're going to talk about movies. We're going to talk about games because you know there was a DC Fandom finally took place. So this mm-hmm. is part Comic Con, part E3, all smashed together at the uh, at the end of August. So um, before we get into all of that, John, what did you play this week? Uh, nothing. I played a little bit of Call of Duty, and I think I've grown out of it. Like, I don't know if it's, like, things have changed so much that, like, I'm just not, like, used to the new guns and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Or I know there's a lot of stuff that gets, like, re... This update in particular has been super fucked up. Like, um, skins in Warzone, like, if you pick up somebody's gun, certain skins just consume your entire camera. So, like, all you can see is just, like, fractal images. Yeah, I've seen, like, walls doing that and disappearing. and So, like, you can't pick up some, uh, like, other player's weapons because it'll just freak out your whole camera. Um, they also, like, nerfed some things and pumped up uh, 
some other things like the it's probably changed already but the um, shotgun attachment to like the ars and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um was 280 base damage and it had no spread so you could like essentially snipe people and break both of their plates and knock them in one hit jesus um so there's a lot of stuff like that where like they're changing all the guns around and like the meta quote-unquote is changing for like weapons but like i'm not caught up on that so like i'm trying to like use whatever gun is the challenge gun of the day and just getting like destroyed i'm like i'm not even having fun anymore like yeah there's always there's always like i don't know why it is this way but i feel like there's always a learning curve whenever they start a new season even though it shouldn't like it should be fundamentally the same i guess maybe because they like nerf and change the guns or whatever but even so like i'm picking up an automatic weapon it should feel somewhat similar to the automatic weapon i played with Uh, that was like my favorite last season right but I don't know, for some reason, every time we start a new season, I'm, like, really bad for, like, a couple of weeks. And then I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm okay again. Yeah, well, and it seems like a lot of people are caught in the same boat, because, like, I've been playing rounds where, like, the dude in the top position will be, like, 56 kills, and everyone will have, like, 11. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, so clearly this dude is, like, this is all he does. Whereas, like, other people who are trying to play for fun, like, are not having fun anymore. Yeah, we have lives, okay? I don't have a. I don't leave my room very often. We have lives, but yes, I have. A, I have a job. <laughs> I do work. Um, but like, it just wasn't. It's not fun. Like as of right now, like I, I do log in and try to do my dailies every once in a while. But I'm just like, no, I don't. I think I'm done with this. Like I feel like Joe, where like I kind of like wore myself out of it. Granted, Joe was a season ahead of me, so like it's probably about the same lifespan. Yeah, where you just well, because you're just like grinding through the challenges. That's why, like, there was a period of time where I was trying to grind through the challenges in the battle pass, and I was like, I, I just want to play for fun. Like, I don't want, I don't necessarily, I want the fun of winning in the moment rather than the fun of completing the challenges. Like at a certain point, like it just like switched, where I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this as homework. Like I'm doing this to try to win. But like that's my daily compulsion to play. It is like yeah. I wanted get the challenges because like i want whatever the unlock is like i do like the new skins or whatever yeah um and like the you know calling cards or whatever you know the things that unlock for you i like that but also like if i can't complete the challenge because everyone is so much better than me or Mm -hmm. gotten used to it or whatever the reasoning that i'm not as good as it used to be and i think they did um restructuring of matchmaking so like I must have gotten bumped down with people. I mean, obviously, I'm a lower rank because you started the rank. You start the ranking up every season at 55. Yeah, yeah. So, like, now I'm playing at the bottom tier again. Like, I'm dealing with, you know, 11 year old kids screaming, I'm trash, rather than the people who play more consistently, you know? Yeah, but you'd think that would make it almost easier if you were playing with only lower tier other people, right? Yes and no. But, like, I mean, also, like, just the fact that, like, generally i now mute people but before like people were kind of nicer on the mic or like actually having call outs and now it's just like you're fucking trash <laughs> like people eating microphones telling me how awful i am at the game when i I'm think like, it's not ironic. it's you're trash get off this game you're garbage mostly was, the kids are higher pitched mostly the kids are annoying and the adults are the ones that are like telling me that like i should go you know eat my own butt or whatever like stupid creative thing they're thinking of about how terrible i am at the game yeah has that ever worked ever like has anyone ever been like you know what that's strange on the internet is right i am trash i'm gonna stop playing this game no no 
Uh, well, yes, it has, because I now am not, not playing the game I guess, anymore. but I feel like that's coincidental. I wouldn't give the credit to that person. I did get insulted once that I told the guy that was a good one, and I was going to borrow it, and he said, you can't use that. Because <laughs> you're trash. He said, shut up, I can smell your breath from here. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. Can Damn. I borrow that? And he's like, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Damn, through the mic and everything. I was like, damn, that was that was good. I like that. Yeah, props to him then. Uh, but that was it. That's really all you played. It was just a yeah, little bit just of that. Cl- and like, I, I'm I'm done with Tsushima, so like, I have nothing, mm-hmm. and like nothing on the horizon either. Like, have you tried any more Fall Guys? No, I don't like that game. No, I played one more it. match, and I was just like, no, I can't do it. Like, it's infuriating for me because like, I I'm not a big platformer person to begin with, so like, it's still yeah, not, you kind of have to be. It's still not my thing, but also like. The physics don't really make sense a lot of times, so I'm just like, I there's no reason why this is happening to me, and I'm losing because the game is just being weird. Like, and I that, that's just not my thing. Like, I I can't I can't handle that. Like when I get irrationally frustrated at a phys- like at a video game, and I'm like physically like getting, I'm just like, no, I I just put the controller down. It's supposed to be fun. It's I, supposed to right. Be fun. This is it's this is like, this is this is a game, yeah. so I I can't play it because it just makes me irrationally mad this machine is my leisure activity right i need to this is what i this is what i'm doing to calm down and if i'm slapping the controller up against my leg because i'm so mad i need to just be done so no i have not played more all guys i still love it i still i still find it i mean you and everyone else on the internet like it's a stream darling right now yeah i still find it incredibly compelling i should stream it i should do that maybe one day this week well uh i'll make sure to tweet it out if i do just to see, you know, just to see who see watches. See if anyone yeah. is watching. I'm not terrible at it. I usually make it at least to the, you know, second to last or last round. Like, I'm pretty, de- I don't win in that, that often. Uh, although you saw me make the most royal fuck up of all time, like jumping oh, yeah. too early for the crown uh, this week. And I was so pissed at myself. But it was one of those things where, like, I got to the end of that platform where the crown is and there was nobody around. Like, normally when I get there, there's one other person and it's just... You got to go for it because someone's going to get it. There's nobody there. And so I just had that thing of like waiting too long and thinking like, okay, like my sense of timing in this is messed up because now I'm waiting and I never wait in this game for really anything other than occasionally some like doors to open or walls to move. But like, I don't do a lot of waiting and now I just have to stand there. So like all sense of timing was off and I was like, um, do I just, I'm just going to go now. And I just missed it. And I was so pissed. Well, because it does like float up and down. So you actually have to time it a little better. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, normally I get there and, like, I know the timing of it. But then, like, this, I just, like, I knew if I jumped as soon as I got there, I wouldn't have made it. And so I, like, waited a little bit. But I was like, okay, but then where are the other people? I feel like there should be a million people breathing down my neck here. And there isn't. And I, I'm sorry, I'm just going to jump. And then I missed it. I felt yeah. like a fucking asshole. Um, but, no, I, I still love that game. I played it a bunch this week. It's, uh, it's super fun for me. Did you I, see that uh, he finally did it? It was, like, trending on Twitter. And I was like, I don't know what that is. So I clicked on it and everyone did the same thing. They're like, click on, he finally did it on Twitter and find out it's some random streamer winning at Fall Guys. And it was Tim the Tatman, who's like a douchebag internet streamer. Oh, he never won before and then he finally did it? Yeah, I guess he's important enough that took it trending on Twitter after he beat Fall Guys. But like everyone else was doing the same thing where they're just like, oh, it's just some random random white dude winning a game for five-year-olds online. (laughs) I did see that they had a thing. Uh, Apparently their Twitter game is killing it. I've seen a little bit of oh, it. Oh, like, it is, yeah. At one point, he's, he like put up a poll. He's like, if this gets a million retweets, I'm just going to delete the yellow team from the game. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, it was a screenshot of like whatever the developer tool is that just said like team yellow, colored scheme yellow, like delete, like question mark with yeah. like him hovering over the yes. He's like, I could just do it. 
So I'll just do it if I want to. Uh, they've also, they did do a cool thing where they put up like a, a branding challenge for, um, I think it was Extra Life in the UK, where basically if you were a brand and you want a costume of yours, like whatever your mascot or character or whatever in the game, um, you would just like pledge a certain amount of money for Extra Life to be able to get your like brand. So like, I think the last time I checked, I forget what company it was, but it was like one of the characters from their games and they pledged like $135,000 to this charity That's awesome. to be able to put like their skin in the game. Um, so that was cool. And then I saw a thing that was like, everybody check your like costume inventory. Cause there's like one player is like the one or something like that. And it was, it, again, it just so happened to be a streamer that's verified on Twitter was the one that was able to find this. Uh, but they put the, um, like the little shooter robots from portal as a costume in the game and oh, that's cool. then made that available for purchase. So it's the, like the P bot, like one of the little turrets or whatever. Peabody so that, and... yeah, I can't remember the small one's name. Um, so yeah, those are Sherman? just, well, you're thinking of Mr. Peabody and Sherman, <laughs> the smart, the smart dog and yes. the boy. I, I can't remember the name of the, the, um, two robots now. The, like, co-op ones from Portal 2. Yeah, I don't remember. I did just lend a, con- a friend two controllers yesterday because he bought Portal 2 on eBay and didn't have a working PS3 oh, controller. Sucks. So he's <laughs> excited to play that with his girlfriend this yeah. week. Um, but, yeah, so they put that as a costume in the game. I finally unlocked both pieces of the hot dog suit. Very exciting stuff. Um, but, no, I'm, I still love that game and still play it lots throughout the day. That's good. Um, but that's I'm not- glad that, like, it's a tiny game that's, like, become such yeah. a popular thing because that's the dream, isn't it? Like, for indie developers. And like the the cool part of it is is that it's a smaller you know it's a smaller game obviously it came out as a free game on PlayStation Plus so like you never know what that's going to mean when your game launches as a free game as part of a service yeah but like I haven't really it's not been glitchy it's not been wonky very few times have I ever experienced a thing where like I couldn't get a match and even if I do it's just like there was a connection error try again and I try again and I'm immediately in a match mm-hmm. and that doesn't happen very often. Um, so like i'm just impressed that it's as functioning as it is because you'd think they would be a little bit wonkier you know at long like that first day was a little wonky but it was also i tried playing it in the middle of the afternoon but it's been on pc for a while like it was on early access for like three or four months before yeah. it came out so but i feel like i've still seen games that are oh, in yeah, early access sure. and then launch on console and it's just like PUBG. broken or yeah it's yeah, broken or it's wonky or it's glitching or the servers don't work or you can't connect to games but like this game hasn't really had that so uh i'm going to continue to play it and support it because it's super fun and i love it i'm i'm honestly i just just not for me but yeah. I'm, I'm glad that it's picked up and i'm glad that like people love it and it's it is fun to watch other people play i just i can't do it yeah you seem enthralled when you're watching me play yeah but i i just can't i mean i'm like that with a lot of stuff like yeah. i i just am not good at that thing but i'll watch it like, yeah and i'll enjoy watching people play but i just can't do it myself there you go um that's not all i played this week though i was able to secure a uh a review copy of pga tour 2k21 from 2k so thank you to them yeah i was uh i was glad to be able to get that um wasn't for this though it was for for work which was also fun um and so i think i got the game to i'd asked for it like a couple weeks ago but i didn't want to be pushy because like i'm I'm nobody you know like i don't deserve anything to get this but you know like i you know, asked and gotten, you know, like so many steps through the process, like last week. And then I didn't hear anything. And so I just followed up on Tuesday as like a one last shot to be like, Hey, like, 
do I need to do anything here? Or do I not get selected? Just like, I don't know, something. Uh, and they're like, oh, no, here you go. So I got to play that. I tried to cram through a bunch of it before like the review embargo day came up, but I just didn't get enough time to play enough of it. Um, so I ended up uh, writing and publishing a review on Friday, which I uh, posted up on the, the Twitter account. So you guys can check that out. Um, so I did a video review, written review for that. And it's fun. I, I like the game a lot. I think it's got some problems for sure. Like it's not, it's a, it's like a different kind of sports game in that, you know, we're used to playing, you know, NBA, Madden, NHL, MLB. Like we're used to playing those kinds of sports games yeah. that are officially licensed. It's got all the players. It's got all the courses or the, you know, arenas. It's got all the fields. It's got all the stadiums or whatever. Uh, and this one like doesn't have that. But it's still PGA sponsored though, right? It is. So it's PGA. It's like a PGA license. There's 15 PGA Tour courses, uh, 12 PGA Tour pros, but the rest of the game and most of what you're playing in a lot of things are these like specific courses that they've used, that they've created specifically for the game using their, the golf club, like technology, right. which is what the series was before becoming PGA yeah. tour 2k 21. It was the golf club series. So they had the golf club, golf club Two, golf club, 2019 featuring the PGA tour where it was the first time they got PGA tour courses and like the FedEx cup and things like that. And now it's, you know, all these other things incorporated in it. So it's not, you don't get all of the courses because of the way golf works. Like they're all independently owned type things. And um, it's just like a different structure than the Red Sox play right. here and the Steelers play here. Well, it's all and, owned by like the NPA or whatever, like the National Players Association. So it's all the, you know, different kinds <laughs> of stuff like that. So that's a little weird. And you can't play as any of the tour pros. So like the whole game is basically it's a my player, my career type system where you like you create your guy or girl you go you try to join the pga tour you try to make it through all like the qualifying school you try to make it through like the minor league tour uh, and then you try to make it on the pga tour and you play all the events and you like go through and that's like that's the main crux of the game is that even in single player though like even if you just want to do like a quick match you're still playing as that my player even if you want to play with other people you're still playing as that my player and then they're playing as generic guest character so you can actually make other like guest players uh but you're still only ever going to play as there's those. no like fake tiger woods no so lion yeah, forest or something yeah, like that. yeah it's not it's not like um fire pro where yeah. they're like they're based on oh look it's bulk logan the uh, it's his bulk of adx everybody right like, it's not like that yeah um it's just like generic you know my player guest one huh. my player guest two um so it's a little wonky to like have an officially licensed sports game that doesn't let you play as the officially licensed players Athletes, yeah. yeah um which again like the my player part is really cool like i really like i always usually do a my player in a sports game anyway just because mm-hmm. that's Same. that's fun um, so I, I'm not like bummed that that's the main crux of the game because honestly that's probably how i would play the majority of the time anyway but it's just weird that like if i wanted to play with a bunch of people and like do like a pass the controller golf game like i've done in the past with like the rory mcelroy games uh, which was the old tiger woods series from like 2015 you would just like i'll be phil mickelson and you be rory mcelroy and we'll just pass the controller back and forth when it's our turn and we'll just play like a golf game you can't do that here with people that you know Um, that may change going forward i don't know this is like the first time that it's been 
fully branded as PGA Tour 2K21. So maybe 2K22 is when they start to incorporate more of these traditional sports games elements to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, I, I like I had fun playing it. Like I jammed through, I think about 15 hours in three days and Jeez. pulled an all nighter to <laughs> to make the video. But I, uh, it's fun. Like the the controls feel very much like any golf game that anyone's ever played that has stick controls. So it's not arcadey in any way. It's you know, left stick moves the direction and how far, like where you want to aim. Right stick is you know down up to swing, and you have to keep it on a straight line. Or you know, then there's extra things that you can do where you can like shape your shot. So if you want to hit fades and draws and like kind of bend around trees, like you can do all of that with these deeper level of controls. And then ultimately you're just playing as much or as little golf as you want. So you can do in the tournaments that you're doing as part of your career, you can set them to be one round, two round, three round, four round. So you can play like if you want to want to jam through trying to make it to the cup as quickly as possible, you can just do one round. Yeah per tournament or you can do four and just really like make it a realistic experience with a season Um, but that's pretty cool the online stuff you can do regular quick matches they have these things called societies which are pretty cool um, which is basically just like your own little like mini tour so you and whatever friends you have all join this tour and then you set up different events and then you don't necessarily always have to play at the same time it's asynchronous that way where you can say all right guys next tour event find some time in the next two days to play it. Oh, that's cool. I and then, like that a lot. yeah. And so then you can have all these different wager systems and all these different play style things. And so that way you have your own like mini tour to, and you can charge like an entry fee, which you just use the in-game currency to like join that tour or join that event. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of get that little, like your own sort of mini PGA between you and your friends or you and a bunch of strangers or whatever. That's super cool. Yeah. So I didn't get to play around with that a lot just cause it was pre, um like pre-release and so i don't know anybody else with the game i'm not trying to join with a bunch of randos i don't know how much online was even working at the time like i was just trying to play as much as i could uh to get through so i could you know feel like i had a good sense of the game Mm -hmm. uh which like i i feel like I, i get it but um there are some wonky things like i said you can't play as any of those other people if you create a female golfer in the game which you can do none of the there's no like lpga tour so there's no other female golfers in the game so you would just be going up against the same male tour pros which is like it's fine i guess like you can still create the person you want to but it's now immersion breaking if you're sitting here and the like the highlight cut in is sergio garcia and you're like well these these two wouldn't be on the same tour together right um so it's a little wonky that even if you couldn't get like female pros to at least have like fake female yeah exactly (laughs) at least then have that like oh look it's michelle it's michelle we yeah and michelle z yeah (laughs) you know uh, oh look it's it's nelly corduroy or something like just like different versions of female pro names in that uh you know tiger woods uh example that you gave before so yeah but it's fun i mean it's not it doesn't reinvent the wheel uh graphically it's okay at best it doesn't need to though i i kind of wish it was though like the nothing is dynamic in the course so like if the breeze is blowing 15 miles an hour left to right i should expect to see some trees rustling and there isn't you know i'd expect to see like the grass moving and there isn't 
Um, you know, there's no button like in older games. There'd be a button where you like you know pick up a hunk of grass and see right, which way see it goes. Going, Nothing like that. Like the trees don't move. The fans are just like no mercy WrestleMania 2000 style cardboard cutouts essentially huh. on the side of the course, which is very 2020. Got to give them credit for that. They really nailed that, <laughs> that pandemic fan, uh, you know, recreation of just cardboard cutouts standing there. Do you see the bear get hit by the face in, in the baseball? No. It was uh, during some baseball game. Like it would, uh, one of the fans in the crowd is just a giant stuffed bear or all of them are yeah and one of them got beamed in the face by a foul ball and they're like we hope he's okay it's a scary incident when fans get hit <laughs> yeah well that was like i did see one where the there was like a home run and the guy got hit and the, the cardboard cutout guy got hit in the face and then just because it was a cardboard thing it was sl- it was like hunched over in the chair just like sl- like laying dead. down like, all like yeah it looked like he was dead yeah. um but it still like has the smiling face on there so right. it just looks like he got hit and is now just like dazed and knocked out with his eyes are open <laughs> um but so like if but like if you hit a ball into the crowd they don't scamper like they don't move they don't do anything they just like it just rolls between them all I don't think Does it, it even bounce off of them? I don't think it did. I don't remember ever seeing it like bounce away or anything. It just like keeps rolling and then then you just take your next shot. So like there's stuff like that where it, there it could given that we're at the end of the PS4 life cycle, I yeah. feel like there's other advancements in sports games where I feel like it shows that it's a next level down from that. Like it but it's ultimately it's still fun. That's the thing. Where I'm like Okay, that's a that's a nitpick because it's gonna be over any it's gonna be over really quick and then I'm just gonna immediately go back to focusing on my next shot. So I don't really care that much. But I it's just one of those things where like, okay, I wish it was Well it's immersion breaking like you were saying before. Yeah. So I just wish that stuff and again, this is I mean, it is technically the fourth game in this series, but it's also like the first one where like I think two K helped publish last year's, but this is the first one where it's two K branded it's got that like it's got a new pedigree now right so it i needs feel to like be better yeah so i feel like this will be the first one and then maybe next year's will be a big step up either because of increased budget or increased you know talent or increased whatever where i feel like they're going to they're only going to get better from here so it's a good kind of base um, for that game and it, but ultimately it's just it's fun if you like golf games yeah uh, there's my short game is on point i'm so good at like putting and chipping uh, there's like a putting line feature where you can use it once per hole, but you can also tweak the settings depending on your difficulty level to say like, you can only use it five times per tournament, or you can only do it X amount of times or whatever. And basically you like, you kind of line up your shot, how you think you want it based on the lines on the green. And then you press the putting line one and it actually like makes, it draws the shape of the, the putt. And so then you're like, oh fuck, I'm way off. I didn't read that right at all. And so you have to kind of adjust it again and then take your putt because you can only do that once. Yeah. Um, so it's also really satisfying when I do that and it goes right to the middle. And I'm like, I'm going to sink You're like, this. I, I was good enough to begin with. I'm going to sink this 60 foot putt. I'm totally good. Here we go. Um, so that's my, I think that's my favorite part is getting the short game. But ultimately, yeah, it's just, it's a really fun game. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily a $60 game just because, like I said, it is just a my player. So depending on how much you enjoy that and the, the my player stuff doesn't have enough of that, like art, not art, almost RPG elements where like sim elements. Yeah. But like, there's no, there's no incentive to do anything. So like you unlock, there's all these clothes you can unlock, but 
there's no point to unlock them other than to just change your look. Like, it's not like, oh, this shirt cuts down on, you know, it, it's more breathable. So it cuts down on your sweat, which yeah. makes you like, there's not even like that fake element of like this being something that like there being a reason for you to change your shirt. You're, you're not getting stat points for, you know, driving accuracy or anything like that. Like when I play MLB the show, I can put stat points into my fielding and my hitting and my, you know, speed and all these different like elements of my game. And there's nothing like that oh, that's here. Lame. So I would have figured, I mean, that's the way it is with any of my pro anything. Yeah. You always get little like points to spend on attributes to make your player better. And there's nothing like that. The only thing you can do is you can buy new clubs with your in-game currency and like build up the best bag that you can. But even that, like I was looking through some of the clubs and I'm like, this one that I started with has like the most power and the most, like every time I seem to change, it would like one thing would maybe go up a sliver of green while three other attributes would drop significant chunks with red. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well that's, this seems like the best all around club. Like why would I even change this one club? So I didn't find myself doing enough of the tweaking. Right. But I think that's, it's mostly just because it's missing that RPG style, like point spending attribute building aspect of a my player. Yeah. Which, like you said, every other sports game does that when you do a my player or well, a my and, career. And they probably can't put it in because there are no other characters. So, like, when you were playing against other people, you have to play against generic Mick nobody. Well, no, there's, but if his there's stats twelve. Are better than you. There's twelve people you can play, like play against that are like real tour pros, right? But their stats don't change. No, so that be the, that's why. Like your my create a character could have like the best, you know, whatever. And now you're playing against like if you wanted to play with somebody, you know, on the same screen or whatever, it's just generic McFlat nobody, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you you probably have to tweak it for multiplayer a little bit, but <laughs> it's one of those things where like. I should be getting better, not just because I'm getting better at the game, but like my character should get better as I go from Q school to the like, yeah. Because if I like, if I make Q school, then I'm a decent golfer. Right. If I make the corn fairy tour, I'm a better than decent golfer Mm -hmm. to like a better than average golfer or whatever. Mm Uh, and as I do more tours, like more tournaments on the Corn Fairy Tour, I should gain confidence and I should get better. And, you know, the character should be learning and growing as an athlete like you would if you were just a regular person yeah. going through. Like, so you're going to get better than you were when you make the PGA Tour than you were in Q school. And I don't feel like that's uh, that plays out in the game. You're as, just as good now as you will be in the future. How yeah. Does, how does that make you feel? <laughs> kind of. That's really You'll how it is. You'll never have any progression. Yeah. Though, I mean, I guess it's more real world progression where like my, I have a better understanding of how to flick the thumbsticks. Like I have a better understanding of how to read the green. So from that aspect of it, I guess it's accomplishing its a goal of having me feel like I'm the You're, player yeah. in the game. Uh, but I still feel like I should be getting more for my wins or my play other than just like here's a new glove you can wear or here is some pants yeah it doesn't seem rewarding enough um but i mean ultimately i'm going to keep playing it because it's a fun game Um, and it's your only choice for golf pretty much unless i yeah sim yeah i can go back and play hot shots and hot shots vr and everything or everybody's golf and everybody's golf vr but um but yeah i mean it's a fun game it's definitely got room to grow 
Uh, but I think it's a good solid like basis for it. I like if I had to put a number on it, it was like a seven. Mm-hmm. Where like this is fun. That's what it's supposed to be. Is fun. It's not Passable. as deep, it blows, but it doesn't blow you away. Yeah, exactly. It's not you know, it's not everything I could have wanted. It's not perfect by any stretch, um, but it's a good building block and it's a decent average mm-hmm. game. So C, C minus, totally fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty much all I played this week. So we'll jump into the lightning round, not lightning round. Uh, and we'll start things off with, uh, Saturday's DC Fandome event. Uh, so this was the DC Comics big E3 Comic Con fan experience. Yeah, that was like live for 24. It was like live and watch it only for 24 hours, except all of the trailers and panels are on YouTube now. So I can only watch it live once. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Um, So they had a bunch of panels uh, for uh, DC movies, DC comics, uh, DC video games, which we knew were coming because they had announced, you know, weeks in advance of get ready. We've we've got stuff to show you at the DC fandom event. Um, So before we get into the games aspect of it, what did you think of the DC fandom event? Did you see any of the trailers? We got trailers for the Batman concept trailers for black adam with the rock we got suicide squad character poster reveals uh, what did you think of the non-gaming dc things i'm not a big dc person especially with the dc film universe but like everything i saw looked good yeah i didn't watch this the suicide squad thing because i just don't care and the last movie was not good to begin with uh, i mean all that it was was just like a here's who's playing who in this movie and most of them are as the, someone who like knows some DC comics, like I mostly stick to the Batman's and the Superman's and the Wonder Woman's, and that's kind of it. Like that's when I was reading DC regularly. Those are the only three. Oh, so books. I probably have read more than than you have. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I was reading those three and like Justice League, but like the I was reading Detective and Batman and uh, you know Action Comics and Superman and Wonder Woman. Right. And I mean, Justice I was doing League. the same thing. I, except I didn't ever go into the super verse, so like no Wonder Woman, no no Superman or anything like that. Mm. It was more with the, like the down to earthy stuff, and then Green Lanterns, yeah. <laughs> like the, then the opposite. But um, the the Batman trailer looked fucking awesome, yeah, or, or teaser rather. I did, I did really enjoy. It. I think the suit looks good. I think Pattinson. I don't, I'm not sold on the side, the the middle part hair like the oh uh, yeah he does look a little goofy the, like, like as 90s, Bruce Wayne. the like mid to late 90s middle part yeah haircut but um i think i think the suit looks cool i think he'll do a dynamite job as a bruce wayne he didn't do an over-the-top batman voice so i was happy about that i did love the line in the trailer where he's like who are you supposed to be and everyone and their mother is like i'm batman right uh, and he's just like i'm vengeance and i was like oh that was good i yeah. like it i like it's a good line I like. Uh, it does look like vengeance. Catwoman's like mask. It had like little cat ears, but that's just because the way it was sewn. It wasn't like intentional. Supposed to be well, it is intentional. Supposed to be cat ears, but like yeah, it's like the pussy. It's cat. not actual cat ears. No, like, uh, it's not like the fucking goggles that flipped up that made them look like cat ears. From, I kind of liked that in I terms of a. Uh, <laughs> well, I just I liked it because it was a a world in which everyone is more like realistic. I guess we're like. Right. You're not making an over-the-top cat costume, despite the guy in the over-the-top bat costume. Uh, you're just you're just a cat burglar, and so that's kind of a fun tie-in. Yeah, I mean, it was. I did like that it existed and it wasn't intentionally cat ears. Yeah, but like the one on her like mask, it just looked like a like a beanie hat that had gotten sewn to a point. Like, yeah, it's the it's the pussy hats, yeah. the pink pussy hats. What? 
Have you not seen? You've seen these? The like the feminist uh, protest pink. Yeah, but I think those have more ears to them. Like this one just looked like a square hat that she put on. And no, that's kind of what those are. Like the way it, that they're sewn, they just come to a point on the side. Yeah, but I like that. Um, the suit looks good. Uh, I liked how he beat the living shit out of that one dude who came to fight him. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, the fighting looked good. I yeah. enjoyed that. I saw somebody like tweet out that like they're like, thank God that like cameras aren't cutting with punches which yeah. is a thing that marvel does like no punches are ever like fully on screen except for hulk really uh like most things cut with the second they're punched like hmm. i don't it, think i've ever really noticed yeah that. go back and try and watch like the avengers movies and like most punches are not shown on screen they're hidden between the cuts hmm. um except for like hulk and the ones that are used for comedic effect um so the fact that like Batman just beat the crap out of this one dude and it's all in like one I mean granted short take but like yeah. all in one take like is nice no it looks cool uh I guess they said that like Catwoman's not not Catwoman yet so that's kind She's of just gonna Selena be a, yeah it's gonna be a growth thing um I thought Colin Farrell looked cool as the penguin and looks nothing like Colin Farrell which is pretty cool I didn't I didn't even recognize him so yeah no. yeah he was like whatever dude was like standing in the rain in the trailer. Oh, okay. That's Colin Farrell. Really? Yeah, as Penguin. So, like, he doesn't look anything like Colin Farrell. Which I love Colin Farrell as an actor, though. Like, but it would be weird to, like, I feel like it would take me out of it a little bit just because I'm like, oh, it's, it's Colin Farrell. Whereas here, like, I don't notice it, and that's awesome. That's fine. I like him as Colin Farrell, or yeah. he can be uh, Copperpot, right? Yeah, Oswald Copperpot. Um, I also uh, liked the Riddler, who just, like, has, like, I mean, I'm sure this is just the original, like, his first thing, but he's got, like, a duct tape mask, which looks fucking scary. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be him or if that's somebody else, but the Riddler stuff is there still, too, obviously. But, like, when he was talking, it clearly sounded like he was wearing a mask of something. duct tape in front of him. Like, yeah. not, not not a medical mask or, like, anything that, like, it was something that hindered his speech as opposed to, like, an intentional mask. Yeah, so that was cool. Uh, I think it's Paul Dano. I think he's playing. Oh, really? The, the, I like Paul Dano as well. I think he's the one playing the Riddler. These are all really good, like indie actress actors yeah. and actresses, I guess, except for Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, yeah. I mean, Robert Pattinson obviously was Twilight, so that's how everybody knows him. But he even does smaller things like The Lighthouse and all these different. But like, he's a great actor. Yeah. People need to get over. No, and Twilight. I think I think most people do. Um, I mean, anyone that like you know is runs in film circles or whatever, or right? Like. like film is their thing like they know um but i think the larger audience it may be a little bit more like isn't that the twilight guy but i think the movie looks to be cool enough i love the logo like the way the logo came together at the end of that show i thought yeah. it was really cool um i love that like black and red aesthetic i think that looks pretty sweet um there was something else too that was in there that i thought was good but i don't remember what i was gonna say but yeah i uh, i really like that a lot i liked the the um, the trailer for the snyder cut i i mean I was talking to my brother about it. It doesn't do anything for me because, like, I don't... The point of it is it's a recut movie that I've seen before. Yeah. I wanted to see the new stuff, like, in in concert with everything else for me to care more. Yeah, the well, teaser was just like, oh, cool, Darkseid's there. All right, and it's got a weird aspect ratio. Well, it's the Darkseid stuff. It's, like... And there was a lot of stuff that I recognized from earlier trailers, like, from the original movie release trailers yeah. that came out before the Joss Whedon stuff started to happen. So like all of that stuff with Vic Stone playing football, like that's going to be explored. 
his dad like getting exploded with a mother box like that'll get explored apparently willem dafoe was supposed to be in the movie and i didn't even know that and now he's in the uh uh snyder cut oh okay he got completely cut out of it to begin with there was a lot of there was a there was a scene where um barry saves a bunch of people and one of them is iris who like there is an iris and joe west in that movie that were just cut from it Oh yeah, I was trying to figure out what she, who she was. Like, I think she's they, supposed to be Iris. Like they had held on the the shot for so long. It's yeah. like okay, he's it's random chick. Like, yeah. Um. So so yeah. So that was that was <laughs> cool. I I, did I guess enjoy it's going to be a series and not a movie. It's going to be released as four one hour parts that will then be like able to be viewed as one four hour movie. I mean, people stream or people uh, you know binge things anyway. Like yeah. You can just binge the four pieces, and it's one movie. Yeah. See, the thing I'm wor- that the thing I'm going to try to decide between now and next year when it comes out is, do I want to watch it week to week so that way I don't have things spoiled for me, like new changes, and because there'll be a million think pieces of all the breakdowns of here's how it looked in right, the this is version, what you here's how they took this footage from Snyder's original vision and like incorporated it into Whedon's thing where he they're fighting Steppenwolf or whatever. Um, so do I want to watch it week to week or do I want to just wait and watch the one four hour movie? I heard nothing that Whedon's in. Like it's entirely yeah, Snyder stuff. So, exactly. Like, nothing Whedon shot is going to be in there. And yeah. like Black Suit Superman's going to be there, which is cool. Um, I'll probably just watch it weekly because I don't. I'm not. I don't do much on the internet like you do. But at the same time, like I would rather watch it weekly than in one four hour sitting. I think I'll probably, what I might end up doing is probably just watching the first three week to week. And then when the fourth one is released, assuming they also put out the full movie version, At the same time. I'll probably just watch the movie then that last week. Yeah. But I'm excited. That looks like it could be, looks like it could be pretty fun. There was like concept art for like the new Flash costume. They confirmed this week Ben Affleck's coming back as Batman for that movie, which for would be cool. Flash movie? Yeah. So it's going to have him and Michael Keaton. So it's going to have all kinds of multi... Michael Keaton but was uh, in the Spider-Man movie, though. Yeah, but he was also Batman. And so he's going to be Batman again. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, yeah I, didn't, <laughs> I was thinking about the most recent thing he was in, but not... Yeah, he was also Batman. But, but not that time he was Batman. Right. Um, so they're going to do a cool multiverse thing, which they said basically opens up all of the multiverse for DC stuff. So that, Is Val Kilmer going to be Batman? So that'll mean more cameos, more crossovers between like the movies and TV, I think. Like, Ezra Miller's Flash was on the Flash TV show. For a cameo, which was pretty neat. Are they going to do like a Flashpoint thing then? I the kind of that seemed the way they were going to go for it. I like that. Um, where I feel like instead of having Jeffrey Dean Morgan's Thomas Wayne as the like dark Batman in the Flashpoint timeline, yeah. I think it's probably going to be more of a Michael Keaton Batman as the difference potentially. Like I'm sure, like that's gonna incorporate somehow. But I also remember seeing things that's like Keaton's Batman's gonna be the like Nick Fury of the multiverse connectivity something, which is a weird comparison to make. But I'm still down to see that movie. It seems like it kind of makes sense. Uh, And then Nick Fury showed up in Ages of Shield, right? uh, I think once. But like was like like the only tie-in other than yeah, uh, Coulson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that was some cool stuff. They had like a concept trailer for the Black Adam movie, which seems like it'll be cool. Like the rock looks like it's going to be badass in that costume. Yeah. Um, the, what else, what else was there? Suicide Squad. 
oh yeah, the Suicide Squad character stuff was kind of cool, but like uh, that was my point that I got trailed off before was like I don't know who any of those people were for the most part. Like I know character wise or yeah, char- uh, character wise. I know who all the actors were, um, and it's got a pretty stellar actor cast. Who were uh, the characters? You remember? Um, it's like I don't know who Peacemaker is. I don't know who like, I forget. Pete Davidson's dude was somebody I don't remember. Hold on, Pete let me. Davidson's in it. Yeah, he's one of the like mercenary type uh, people. Let me see if I can find it real quick. But like, there was a bunch. Like, obviously, I know who the returning characters from the Suicide Squad first movie are. So like. Uh, Harley Quinn's in it. Um, Rick Flagg is back. Um, Captain Boomerang is back. Deadshot. Um, uh, Deadshot's not back. Amanda Waller's back. Uh, I think that's every... Killer Croc? Killer Croc's not back. They've replaced him with uh, King Shark, essentially. No, oh, because King Shark will be in the game, too. Uh, yeah, so that was two different things. I'm trying to see... If there's just like, give me like a list of who's playing. Oh, Death here we Stroke? go. Uh, what? Is Deathstroke in it? Deathstroke is not in it, which is a shame because I thought. Uh, He's my favorite of the cycling Suicide Squad characters. Well, I thought that um, like Joe Manganiello was, would have been really cool as a Deathstroke when he showed up at the end of like Justice League, I think. Um, I can't remember. So yeah, Joel Kinnaman's back as Rick Flagg. Uh, oh yeah, Idris Elba is playing Bloodsport. Don't know who that is. He seems very much like he's a Deadshot ripoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Rooker is playing Savant. I don't know who I that know is. Who uh, Pete Davidson is Blackguard. No idea. Um, let's see. Flula Borg, who <laughs> I can't believe is in this, uh, is playing Javelin. Uh, do you know who Flula Borg is? He's yeah. like a German comedian. He's on Conan O'Brien all the time. He's pretty funny. Isn't... Uh... The uh, Taiko Wikiki, what's his name? Yeah, Taiko Wikiki's in it too. He's uh, in it. Nathan Fillion plays TDK. Don't know who that is. Probably a joke character. <laughs> yeah, John Cena is Peacemaker. Uh, Daniela Melchior is Ratcatcher 2. No idea. I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah, Jai Courtney's Captain Boomerang. Uh, David. Dast Mauchian is Polka Dot Man. So I've heard of Polka Dot Man. I know who Polka Dot uh, Man is. The actor is the guy, one of the um, heist crew from Ant-Man. So it's not T.I. It's not... Uh, not the Tom Hardy lookalike. Not the Tom Hardy lookalike. Oh, I'm thinking of the heist crew from Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. No, not that. Yeah. No, the heist crew from Ant-Man. So it's not the, not the guy, not Michael Pena, not Tip T.I. Harris, the other guy. And I don't remember his name. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Sean Gunn is playing Weasel. Uh, so basically, this movie's version of Rocket, <laughs> which I guess makes sense because it's James Gunn. Uh, Alice Braga plays Solsoria. She's, uh, I forget what show. She's in what are they, Queen of the Damned or what? Not Queen of the Damned. Queen of the South. It's this show I see all the commercials for during Raw, That's where me. she's like a drug dealer. Uh, Peter Capaldi is the thinker. So the last Doctor Who thinker. Mei Ling Ng was Mongol, which I feel like I've heard of, but I always remember that being uh, the Iron Man villain. Uh, no, no, I'm thinking of the DC villain, but I always remember it being a guy, but I don't remember. Uh, Steve Agee is King Shark, so that'll be funny. Uh, Juan Diego Boto plays Luna. I don't know any of who that is. Um... And then a bunch of other people. I don't know. 
that didn't have who Taika Waititi was playing, but I do know that he is in it. So yeah, it's a bunch of characters I've just like never heard of, but I trust that James Gunn will make a cool movie, so I'm totally down for it. I don't like James Gunn or Suicide Squad, so I don't think I'll care. I mean, he made a good uh, he made a good Guardians movie. And I didn't like the Guardians movies, so. Oh yeah, see, I, I like the first one more than the second one, obviously. But um, so yeah, that's kind of our thoughts on the overall DC fandom. Let's get into the games. Uh, they started things off talking about uh, the new game from WB Montreal, which we had heard rumors of for seems like years now that it was going to be a Court of Owls game. Um, you know, next Batman game. And uh, while there is a Court of Owls storyline in this, it is not a Batman game because you do not get to play as Batman. Well, and I had kind of thought that this, that's what this was going to be when we heard about the Twitter account Gotham Knights showing up was that it was going to be the fake Batmans from across the universe or across the the, the world, more like a Batman uh, Incorporated, mm-hmm. where this is now not Batman Incorporated, but I was right in the aspect that it's going to be like the other people taking up the mantle or not mantle, I guess, but like being... Yeah, they're not trying to become Batman. They're just trying to fill the void void. because uh, seemingly Bruce Wayne slash Batman is dead at the start of this game. Potentially. Um, The voiceover in the trailer basically says that there was a big explosion just north of Gotham. Not sure who's involved. Oh, we're seeking through the rubble. There's a body. Turns out Bruce Wayne is. And then it cuts to a video of Bruce saying, if you're seeing this, I'm dead. And I need you all to step up because you're my Bat family. And you got to keep Gotham safe. Because I'm not around. So you you said maybe. Because you don't think that he is dead. I don't think he's dead at all. I think he's hiding so that uh, he can uncover what the talent, like, the Court of Owls thing is. Mm-hmm. Like, he has to, Bruce Wayne has to die for other people to take up, again, like, fill the void. Yeah. So that he can do things behind the scenes without being Batman. So that way, maybe, like, lull them into a false sense of security to think that they can... They can come out of the shadows. The the Court of Owls can do more. Right. He's playing possum. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's probably a realistic thing. It just seems like a weird choice to just kill off Batman. And granted, they did say this does not take place in any previously established Batman game universe. Mm-hmm. So this is not part of the Arkham series. This is not even part or continuation of you know Arkham Origins or anything. This is its own separate thing. Um, from a gameplay perspective, it doesn't even seem like it plays the same as the Arkham games. Like, it's not, you know, square, 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 triangle, block, parry, dodge, like, square, 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 square. It still had the, the like, kind of waiting combat system that, mm-hmm. like, is now prevalent in everything. Um, like, Assassin's Creed has this as well. Um, Tsushima has this as well. Where, yeah. like, you're not just, like, mashing buttons, which is kind of the way that games are now. And I, I like that kind of combat. But it doesn't have, like, the like highlight over their head if you're supposed to dodge Mm -hmm. sort of thing um and it also does like the borderlands thing where like it puts the damage counter on the um like when you get hit or whatever yeah one thing i saw a lot is people comparing it to um square enix's avengers game where it feels more like it's a you know looter action game kind of thing um where you're getting xp and it's everything shown there on the screen like a borderlands like a destiny yeah um which i guess could be cool um, but it's it can be played fully single player. It does have two player online co-op, which I think is wonky because there are four characters that are part of this game. Um, so I think you will switch between these characters as you go um, through the story progression. Uh, but they did say that like these characters will be the ones that you play as. So any attributes that you give to them 
they those carry over so very much like how they said it will be in Avengers. The but, thing that instantly struck me was when they started the gameplay, like they showed Batwoman motorcycling through the city, and he was saying like he was trying to set up the like the set piece for what we we're about to watch, but he was saying this is twelve hours into Catwoman's storyline. I'm like, oh, okay, is there going to be twelve to sixteen hours per character? Everybody, yeah. Because if so, I'm on board for all of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to play this game regardless because it does look cool. Uh, I always like the secondary Bat family members. Yeah. Um, so this has Nightwing. So this is, you know, Dick Grayson, first Robin as Nightwing. I thought the Nightwing costume looked really cool. Mm-hmm. I love, like, kind of the, like, electric effects on his batons. Uh, Batgirl, obviously, that's Barbara Gordon character. Um, so she's going to be in there. Um, Red Hood. So Jason Todd's alter. My, my favorite. I do love, uh, I do love him mostly because I just love that under the Red Hood animated movie, which is my favorite Batman animated yeah. movie. The movie's so good. Um, I don't really dig the look in the game for him, but I'm a hundred and ten percent certain that I'll be able to unlock five different classic versions yeah, get, of get different the giant dome helmet one. <laughs> I don't think you'll get that one, but I feel like you'll get more of the like brown leather jacket, like brown bomber jacket, motorcycle, like, motorcycle boot, yeah. motorcycle helmet type looking thing. So like, I'm very interested in that, but he also looks really cool. Cause he's got kind of like a, a gun foo style play to him where he's just like popping off bullets and spinning around. So it feels like it'll be a very John wick style uh, yeah, character to play. For. So uh, there's not, a, I feel like there's not enough of those types of games anymore. Not since stranglehold on the PS3 has we had a good, just like run around shooting kind of like how dante is in devil may cry yeah um but i feel like there's not a lot of characters like that so i think that'll be cool to yeah, play i'm trying him. to think of one and i can't even think of one no. uh near near was a lot of that but it was like very far third person yeah um i also couldn't get into that game so uh and then we have robin of course robin yeah that's it's tim drake's robin so there's no damian wayne which um, is disappointing but he can't be a kid like and then I think that would also like put more story into Bruce than they want at the time too. Well, it could. I mean, it could be a good story element of like, oh man, my father's gone, and how now I have to like essentially be the kid to all these other people who aren't my family, who aren't who fight crime differently than I do, mm-hmm. which is always a good um, like character moments in the comics of. Like, he doesn't get along with the other Robins because he's just like, whatever, you guys are all imposters. Like, I'm the son of the the daughter of the demon and Batman. Like, I'm the best. You guys are just what cosplayers to me. Yeah. Like, I was trained by the League of Assassins and I'm 10. Fuck off. Um, so I would have liked go to kill see... kill Joker with a crowbar. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I really would have liked to see maybe some of that dynamic along yeah. with the, oh, it do am I allowed to grieve or am I too hard of a soldier? when my dad died or something like that. Like yeah. that could have been cool. But then also you'd be like, okay, but then why is there no Tim Drake, red Robin? What's going on? Right. And then you'd have five players as opposed to, you have five characters and instead of four and four just seems uh, neater, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I'm not like bummed that that's not there, uh, but I like this core group that they've got going. I'm surprised it's not four player co-op given that there's the four characters that you can play as, and they're all supposed to play a little bit differently and they've all got different kind of skill sets. Uh, so they built the game just to be two player co-op, which is still cool that there's co-op. Like I'm excited for that. Uh, but I feel like it would have been the nice next step further to be able to have four player just so everyone can take control of one of these characters. I think that'd be too much going on at the same time though. Potentially. I mean, we'll get, we got a four player co-op game coming up in a second. So 
it might have been a little weird to have two DC four-player, up to four-player co-op games out at somewhat the same time. Um, so maybe that's why. Maybe just the overall Warner Brothers was like, guys, you can't both have four-player co-op. These are just going to be the same game, kind of. So one of you has to stop. I'm not even going to play it co-op, so I don't really care one way or the other. Like, I'm sure more options is nice, but at the same time, like, the Batman games tend to be more closer combat. Mm-hmm. And having four people trying to fight six villains is, or like six goons is going to be a bit convoluted. Well, yeah, but I feel like because these are coming to next gen, I feel like the you know the processing powerhouse. You could have sixteen goons on there on the playing field at one time, and this takes place over the five boroughs of Gotham, so it seems like it's got a bigger world that you can be a part of. So I think they could have made it work. Um, so that's kind of a bummer, but it's not going to stop me from playing this game anyway. No, I'm super in for this. Um, I think it looks amazing. I thought, you know, the graphics look good, both in the cinematic and in the gameplay. You know, it's cool that they've got, you know, the bat cycles to get around and Robin can teleport somehow. I think yeah, he's they were using... like, oh, we modified the satellites to have like short teleportation. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Well, uh, I think he's using the Justice League satellites, so I'm sure they have, like, boom tube technology, so I'm sure it's some kind of, like, mini boom tube emitter or something that he's got. I'm sure it'll be explained in the game in 30 seconds and everyone will just be like, okay, I'm fine with that. that sure. That checks out for me. I'm uh, Okay. So, that'll be uh, that'll be something to look forward to. So, I think we got a 2021 release date for this. Yeah. Nothing, uh, no exact time frame yet, but it looks pretty cool. I'm, uh, I'm quite, uh, I'm quite down for this. I'm glad they came out swinging with gameplay too. Like, yeah, the teaser could have been enough for me to be like, oh, I'm excited for this, but actually seeing it in action made me more excited for it. Yeah, and the, I mean, watching this, I was like, okay, I think I'm gonna like sink my teeth into the Arkham series. I mean, I gotta finish Ghost of Tsushima and do a bunch of other stuff, but like, it made me want to go back and actually go. Th- like, I played Arkham Asylum a little bit for that, like. 10 20 minutes but you've now never like, played any of the other ones no i've played them all but oh. like it made me want to be like i should go back and play all those again yeah. i never beat arkham knight so i want to eventually do that even though this doesn't take place in the same continuity i still like i should go back and play those batman games because those are really fun yeah they are so um that was the first game that was shown off the second game came much later in the day uh and that was for the game that we had announced a couple of weeks ago lightning round it is rocksteady's Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game. Um, so we found out what this game was. This is a four-player, like a one-to-four-player co-op. This one seems more Ultimate Alliance-y in the sense that when you're playing single-player, you can switch between the other characters as you're playing. Mm-hmm. At least that's what it made it seem like in the in what I've seen so far. Uh, you play as the Suicide Squad uh, in this game, which you know your mileage may vary on that. Uh, it's not obviously not everybody's favorite characters, but the four characters that you can play as uh, Harley Quinn, King Shark, Deadshot and Captain Boomerang. Uh, so three of the characters from the upcoming Suicide Squad movie we just mentioned uh, and then Deadshot, who was in the first Suicide Squad movie. Obviously, these are not related to the movies in any way. These are their own comic counterparts. Uh, Rocksteady did confirm this does take place in the Arkham Universe. So that is more of a continuation of their Arkham games, uh, which I guess makes sense. Yeah, it's their thing, their property. Yeah, the crux of this game is it looks like the Justice League is being taken over by Brainiac because the trailer starts out, it's in Metropolis. They're trying to fight, you know, bad guys and Brainiac henchmen and minions. And then Superman shows up and just straight murders a guy. 
I think with heat vision. Yeah, he, he like and then dis- he disintegrates in his hands. Yeah, uh, and the Suicide Squad are just like, ah, oh, fuck, that that sucks. <laughs> now we gotta fight. Yeah, we gotta fight Superman. Now. Well, they're Shit. like, oh, so where are we? They were going after Target, and they're like, so do you think we found their Target? And they all just point at Superman, who's got like veins around his eyes, so he's clearly not. Yeah, and he's got the purple eyes to denote that he's been taken over by Brainiac. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that'll be cool. I'm uh, I'm not the biggest Suicide Squad person. I notoriously do not like Harley Quinn, though I am going to watch that animated show because I hear it's fantastic and it's on HBO Max now. Because uh, it came to DC Universe right as I stopped having DC Universe, uh, but all those DC Universe shows are coming to HBO Max, so I'm yeah. gonna watch that. And I hear it's fantastic, even though I hate Harley Quinn most of the time. Yeah, I don't care one lick about any of the people in Suicide Squad. Um, I thought the look looked very cool. I think it was still, like awesome. kind of comic booky, like graphic wise. Like when they were like showing her finger like walk along in the very beginning, I was like, "Is this cell shaded?" And then like panned out, and it's like not cell shaded, but it's not photorealistic. Yeah, it's kind of, and got... it doesn't look like a video game. It's a hard thing to like. Uh, it's got like a filter on it. Yeah, it's kind of like um, the Spider-Man Edge of the Tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. Without it looking Shattered like cartoony, and, though, like yeah. the aesthetic of it is kind of similar. Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. But yeah, I I don't really care about these characters. I think the story could be pretty cool. I think fighting the Justice League will be pretty sweet and probably make for some good battles, especially if you can switch between these characters on the fly, yeah. play as co-op with other people. I think that'll make for some fun gameplay. And ultimately, I just like Rocksteady games. So I think I trust in them to make an enjoyable enough experience, even though these aren't necessarily characters that I give two shits about. Yeah. Um, so that one also, I believe, is a 2022, no, it's 2022 yeah. game. Yeah. So uh, we'll get... We'll get Gotham Knights, and then we'll get Suicide Squad a year later. Um, so two games from two Batman game developers, none of which feature Batman. So I'm kind of a little bummed. Like, do you? How do you feel about having there be no Batman in what we thought were going to be potentially two Batman games? Um, I'm okay with it in the Arkham Knights thing because mm-hmm. I. I I do like Batman as a character, but of the Batman books, I liked the verse books more than the Bat books, if that makes sense. So I liked the Red Hood books. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I liked Batman Incorporated. Like, I don't, I don't dislike Bruce as Batman. I just like the other people because it's newer, or like not newer, but it's it's not as stale, I guess. Um, and I care more about like their interaction in the universe, and like I liked the Gotham City. PD comic like the like, mm. cleanup after Batman and stuff like that so Gotham Knights is cool and I fucking love the Court of Owls storyline and Talon is like one of my favorite newer villains mm-hmm. so um, I'm stoked for that I don't really care about the Suicide Squad game the trailer looked cool um, the humor was decent enough I don't like Harley Quinn's humor but like the very end where uh, he throws the boomerang and he's like oh, Shark Man did it yeah yeah, that was I, funny, but like I, I don't like that type of Harley Quinn's type of humor, which yeah. is just like the. It can get grading pretty fast. I like the fact that it's not a Harley Quinn game, so that at least you can maybe get a reprieve from that. Yeah, with those other characters, so I kind of enjoy that. Uh, like I said, I'm a little bummed that it's not Batman, just because that's 
the character. Like I love the, like I said, I love the side bat family. I love Robins. I love night wings. Um, but I mean, Batman is always the the main, so I'm a little disappointed, but I do agree with you that I think somehow the big twist reveal ending set up for Gotham Knights two is Batman still around in some form or fashion, whether it's, you know, he came back to life through some kind of Lazarus pit or we got a Batman from another dimension or maybe Batman, maybe the Court of Owls kidnapped Bruce and turned him into one of the talons as like a twist on the story. Something like that is going to happen, I feel, um, to kind of set that up for a future where maybe there is parts of Gotham Knights 2 where you play as Batman. So Batman, we're not done with Batman games per se. I mean, um, it could be Dick Grayson, Batman. Like True. The, maybe Bruce Wayne's done being Batman and he's this is the trial period for yeah. the four to try and figure out because they also did that in the comics as well where like they weren't necessarily trying out but they were all trying to it was battle for the cowl yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. so I could see it being something like that where this was a test and you know everyone decides like dick it should be you like right. you need to be Batman right um so I think and Bruce is just being old and in his mansion. Yeah, or, or it could, <laughs> Hold you know, up somewhere. Yeah, or his back could be broken from the collapsing bat cave and he's out of commission for a while or something. So I think uh, I think something to that effect will probably happen. Uh, but I'm excited for both of these games. I think they should be fun regardless just because, you know, WB Montreal didn't make the best Batman game, but I think this looks different enough and cool enough where I'm like, okay, I'm down, I'm down. Yeah, from watching the gameplay, I'm super in for this. Again, I don't really care about this Suicide Squad game just because it's not for me. But yeah. like judging from the trailer, that game does look cool, or the the trailer looks cool. Yeah, like, who knows what the games looks like because it's two years play. away. Yeah, but yeah, so looks uh looks like a positive step in the right direction. I think all around for everything DC showed off yesterday, as they've kind of just been treading water a bit and the company's obviously going through big restructuring Mm -hmm. with Warner and I know they had a bunch of layoffs so yesterday was a good foot forward for for DC so I'm excited for their upcoming slate of everything yeah same here movies TV shows games not a big DC fan like the stuff I saw was like all of this is cool yeah I'm very excited for all that so there's uh, some good stuff there if you haven't checked out the trailers and the gameplay definitely do so Uh, looks like a lot of fun in the coming years if you're a DC fan of uh, movies and video games but uh, in case you're not lightning round and you're Team Marvel all the way, uh, there was a data mine uh, from the Avengers beta this week that kind of dug into the code to see what we could see, what we could find uh, in terms of what to expect in the full release of Avengers, which sadly I have not got to play any more of that beta just because weekend betas are so tough. There's so much going on and it's... You know, even though it's your only free time. Yeah, even though it's like quarantine time, there's still not a ton to do. Like, there's kind of still a lot to do because it's the weekend and it's the only time you get to do stuff. So I didn't get to play any more of it, but I'm still going to get the game because um, I still think it's going to be fun. But there was a data mine showing what looks to be 15 characters that are in the process of coming to this game at some point. Obviously, we know already about Hawkeye. Uh, coming to all platforms and Spider-Man coming to just the PlayStation platforms Um, with some of these characters. And I'll go through the list in a second. Some of them look like they might just be reskins (laughs) or like shadow characters, clones, whatever you want to call them of, okay, it's another archer. Okay. It's another like Iron Man type. Okay. It's another black widow type, which is okay. But ultimately I think these characters are all free DLC. I think they've confirmed no paid um dlc characters so i I guess we'll see but i think the hawkeye was confirmed as free is spider was definitely free spider-man definitely is but that could have easily just been like a sony thing of make it free and 
whatever. But I think all the characters are going to be free. So, I mean, take it, take the good with the bad, I guess. You get a lot of characters and a lot of options, even if some of them will play similarly. But, like, if you would rather have the original Avengers, like, you can now have the original Avengers, like, because of these, whether they're different, they play different or not. Yeah, you have the line. It doesn't you matter. You can now have the four original Avengers. Yeah. So uh, the characters we have here are Ant Man, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Falcon, Kate Bishop, Marvel, the original Captain Marvel. Um, let's see, uh, Mockingbird, Quake. So if you watch Agents of Shield, that's Stacy Johnson, uh, or Sky was her name, I think, in the first couple seasons. Uh, Scarlet Witch, She Hulk, Vision, War Machine, Wasp. Uh, and Winter Soldier. So you got to think there, um, your Doctor Stranges and Scarlet Witches will probably play very similarly as two magic-based characters. Mockingbird is probably very similar to Black Widow. Um, Quake probably will be too, but at least she has the Quake powers, most likely. Mm-hmm. So that'll differentiate her a little bit. She-Hulk and Regular Hulk, Iron Man War Machine, Kate Bishop Hawkeye. Like There are a lot of similar type characters Winter in here. Soldier Cap. Uh, yeah, Winter Soldier Cap. I mean, Wasp and Ant-Man to a certain extent with the... I'm sure they'll be shrinking and growth and, and all these different things. It's like a power set, so that'll probably feel a little similar. But it's still nice that you have a variety of different looks and feel to the characters. And I think with the way the loot system works, where they're your versions of the characters, you can build them to play differently. Like, you can build... Hawkeye maybe is a more ranged bow attack person, but Kate Bishop as like a get up close and do damage, like hitting people with the bow or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm sure there'll be different ways that you can play these characters that'll make them distinct enough, even though everything tells you that they're the same character. Um, so what do you think about that? I mean, I know you're not, you're not really a part of this game, but do you, are there anybody here that you're like, oh, I'd like to play as that character. I like that character. Uh, I mean, Winter Soldier sounds cool. Like I always liked his storyline, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, I mean, Hawkeye, I think, is out of all of them. Like, I like that version of Hawkeye, the the, the one that they're pulling it from the comics, mm-hmm. not from the movies. Um, granted, I'm not going to play this game anyway. And if it's all free, like, sweet, free yeah. content's great. Um, so I'm happy that it's free for everyone. But as a whole, like, it's just not my thing. Yeah. I, I think Winter Soldier could be cool because I feel like it'll have that Red Hood kind of vibe to it of just like a gun foo flipping around, shooting mm-hmm. machine guns and yeah. taking out pistols and then punching dudes. And I'm sure there'll be all kinds of like tag team moves if Cap is also on the field at the same time where they can throw the shield between each other to do cool stuff. Like, yeah. I'm sure there'll be fun like interplay interactions uh, between the characters, which should be pretty cool. Um, but I'm excited. I mean, granted, Spider-Man is my number one favorite Marvel character, so mm-hmm. I get him as a PlayStation owner anyway. But I'm down to, to do a bunch of these. I think the shrinking mechanic could be pretty cool for like Ant-Man and the Wasp. So I'm uh, I'm totally down for that. It should be some exciting stuff, assuming all of these are actual playable characters and not just hey, Ant-Man's at the tower and he needs to give you a mission, so go meet him and he's in the game, but he's not playable. My guess is they're going to be characters that are maybe only playable during the war room or whatever. They, yeah, they the harm room it. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that they'll necessarily all get their own little story content the way that Hawkeye seems to be getting, Yeah, but uh, I mean, the more characters, the better for a game like this, uh, just because it gives you more options for play and for the multiplayer aspect of it. And you if can't it's free, about free yeah. no, absolutely not. Uh, unless it's only free on one console, <laughs> then, then, then yes, okay. absolutely complain. Yeah, so uh, that should be pretty fun. I'm sure we'll get more information in the coming months as we get. Uh, I mean, we're close now. We're only I think two weeks away from 
from the release of this game. So I think once the game comes out, we'll start to trickle in and see more. I think Hawkeye's not coming until 2021 anyway. Same thing with Spider-Man. So um, we'll get more information as they kind of trickle out the release of these uh, different characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, DC Fandom wasn't the only showcase this week. There was also a Nintendo Indie World showcase uh, earlier in the week, which was not a Nintendo Direct, and it was not giving me the Mario 35th anniversary. So honestly, I did not care for most of this. We're not going to go through every game just because there was only a couple that really intrigued us. So John, what did you... Uh, what did you pull out of the Indie World Showcase that uh, piqued your interest? Uh, Supergiant Games has a new game called Haven that I guess was out on PC already. And, I mean, I don't have a PC, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like a uh, Norse mythology roguelike game that's also like the hand-animated, like, fantastic soundtrack that um, Supergiant Games is known for. They did uh, Braid and Transistor, mm-hmm. um, and Braid is, like, one of my favorite indie games of all time so watching that that looked cool um there was also another game i can't remember the name of it uh it was like some dude's name uh that looked like um oakenhurst which oakenhurst was just a ripoff of zelda um but this one has like a more studio ghibli vibe which like i, I obviously love ghibli yeah. movies so seeing that that seemed neat um but a lot of the stuff they announced was like things that I mean, everything that was announced is things that have been on other systems and or um, Apple Arcade. Yeah, so it's like a lot of them are either on Steam already, coming to Steam same time, yeah. coming to PS4, coming to Xbox One, from Apple Arcade, on iOS. Um, but that's pretty typical of these Indie World Showcase games where the Switch is just either... It's the port machine. I make fun of it all the time, but it it is what it is yeah but there it's either one of those things where it's like they're the last one to get it because all the other consoles had it or they're the first one to announce it because it's got you know such a huge install base and obviously indie games do really well on the switch yeah um, even though they're hidden amongst the copious amounts of shovelware on the uh on this the eShop store but anytime there's one of these things it's I think it's a big deal that it's coming to Switch just because the portability aspect of it uh, or the fact that it's maybe a mobile game that now has a bigger pedigree because it's like, oh, now it's also a console game, so you should play it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, um, Grindstone was one that was on Apple Arcade that I didn't get a chance to play, um, but I thought looked cool, and it was like the standout game that Apple Arcade only had, and now this is coming to Switch as Mm -hmm. well, Um, which it has like a very kind of like cartoon network adult swim look to it um but it's just a like action puzzle game and i fucking love action puzzle games so i think the aesthetic maybe was pushing me back because i don't like rick and morty and that kind of like adventure Mm -hmm. time like that look the new style of adult adult cartoons yeah. yeah um but from what I've heard and what I've seen, like the game's fucking great. So I would rather, as oddly enough as it is, probably rather play it on the Switch than on the, on the phone. So seeing that on Switch, maybe I'll, I'll buy it. But as a whole, I mean, a lot of the stuff was on Manifold Garden was also on iOS. Mm-hmm. It got announced. Um, so a lot of the stuff was on other consoles except for one game that you're excited for. Yeah, so the, basically the one thing that uh, I took away from this, which was the one thing that I... I didn't watch it live in real time, and it was the only thing that I saw afterwards that made me go back and be like, oh, that's right, I was supposed to watch that 45 minutes ago. Uh, and it was the thing that closed out the show, 
and it was uh, co-op is coming to Untitled Goose Game. So I think that'll be really fun because I when I played through Untitled Goose Game, like people were watching, mm-hmm. so it was kind of co-op-y already. But I feel like they'll probably in addition. I don't think it's just going to be here. You can play. Here's a second goose. Go to town. I feel like there's going to be new challenges and new like things that you're going to have to do that you can only do with two geese. Right. So I think that part of it will will do some cool stuff. It might make some things easier because one person can distract while the other person steals the food off the picnic table or whatever right. or grabs the keys because one goose is honk- honking and the other one's grabbing the keys and opens the gate or whatever. So uh, I think that'll make for a cool little like fun free update. So it's just going to be a thing that comes and it's free and there's nothing that you need to do for it. Does it have a comedic name? Uh, like no, two geese, one cup, or something. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that it has a two geese, one cup uh, name to it. Uh, I don't know why you would go to that. That's a super dated reference. But um, uh, they also did confirm that there is a physical version of Untitled Goose Game, um, but the multiplayer will still be like a download. So yeah, the physical version came out a couple weeks ago, um, but I think only for the Switch and PS4. Mm. Yeah, I know it was a I know it was a Switch thing because they showed that as part of the Indie World Showcase. Uh, but it just says uh, the free update's coming September twenty third. Uh, but there is no fun, goofy little nickname for it. Um, so you can go through. They try. Yeah, um, it's got a different honk to it, which will differentiate it. So I wish you could choose your honk. That'd be great. Just like different honk. That'll be unlockable DLC. Yeah. You gotta buy. Do you want a high pitched honk? Do you yeah. want a do you want an angry honk? Do you want a confused honk? You gotta buy goose bucks and you can buy all the different in game honks. Um but you yeah. buy them with breadcrumbs. Uh but yeah, the uh PlayStation four and Nintendo Switch physical editions are coming out the twenty ninth of September. Oh, there are they're um, not out yet. No, I thought they were up for pre order. Pre order just came out yeah. uh for them, so that'll be there. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for that. Are you I'll gonna probably... buy it physically? No, I don't think so. You don't care enough. No, I'm. It's one of those things where like I already beat it. I'll play it again and probably beat it again with uh, you know co-op. Yeah. And then I think that'll that'll probably be it. And every once in a while I'll revisit it, but I don't think that's a thing where like I need to have Untitled Goose Game on the Switch shelf because mm-hmm. it's just like whatever. So nothing, uh, nothing really there that piques my interest to go out and buy the game again just to have a box for it. I didn't know if it was like something you wanted to loan to people. Just be like, you know how ridiculous this is, and like now we can play it together, maybe co-op. Online? What? No, it's local. Oh, it it's is? local co-op. Yeah. No, that I mean that would be one thing if it was like, hey, we'll play this together. Yeah. But it is uh, local co-op only, so uh, should be good. But that was yeah, that was the only thing that I took out of the indie world uh, showcase. All right, lightning round. We got a full roster reveal for WWE Battlegrounds. That is coming out, what, October the 4th, something like that? Uh, very early October. It is a huge list of people. I think it's like 70 people. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30, 40. Yeah, 70 people, plus a whole host of free DLC characters that are coming. Um, that's another 63 wrestlers. So I'm not going to go through all of oh, them. It's got pretty much everyone that you could think of that's currently on the roster. Uh, some recently fired people are still in this game. Uh, um, they weren't fired. Oh, sorry. They were uh, future endeavored uh, and are now in other rival companies. It's got, you know, it's got all your legends in there. So your Hulk Hogan's, your Undertaker's, your Shawn Michaels's, like all these different. Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, Jake Roberts, all these different people. 
you know, it's got your New Days, your Kevin Owenses, your Rey Mysterios. Stephanie McMahon is in it. Uh, Triple H is in it. Shane's coming as DLC. All kinds of different stuff. So, um, you know, for this game to have as many people as it does, in addition to the create a wrestler function, mm-hmm. I'm, this has everything you could possibly want from, you know, an arcade wrestling game. You have to pre-order it to get Edge. Yeah, that is one thing. So I'm probably going to do that. Uh, I probably will pre-order it digitally, honestly, because this will just be a thing I want on my Switch at all times. Uh, and then I'll probably get it on PS4 digitally at some point later on down the road when it's on Super Sale at some point. They put China in it. That's yeah, I was actually really surprised by that. Not because she doesn't deserve to be. Oh, she's coming later as free DLC. She is DLC, yeah. Um, Sting, but still. Sting is also getting added. Yeah, so uh, I'm. this is awesome. I'm really... I'm much more excited for this than I was originally just because I didn't really like the big head mode version of it. It seemed a little bit too over the top, like a step beyond all stars. Uh, but given the, you know, all the different people in it, the different modes and stuff, the creator wrestler, I'm super down for this. I think this is going to be very exciting. There's lots of like NXT people on here too. Like um, Gargano's on here. Um, what's the, uh, big dude who's got the belt now the nxt belt um why don't i know oh keith lee yeah keith lee's not in the game yeah and i mean so that's one standout that i would like to have i guess i mean i don't i'm not a big keith lee mark but like your champion needs to be in the game yeah all the different champions should be in there uh, but i mean this is just the first round of wrestlers there I mean, there could be more dlc that they add later uh, this I don't know if this is going to be an annualized thing where Battlegrounds 2 in 2021 will then come out with even more people or what, but... Um, it's oh, I also a, don't see Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, no, I don't see him either. So, yeah, we'll see uh, We'll see what this gameplay actually is like, but so far, I'm, I'm super here for this. I might pre-order just to make sure I get Sting, like... Or, uh, not Sting. Edge. Uh, Edge, um, in the hopes that this is good. Yeah, because you could pre like you could pre order it physically, and then if the game sucks and all the reviews are terrible, then you just cancel it. Like yeah. it's not a big deal. That's when I'll move my Avengers pre order over to. There you go. The game <laughs> you might actually get. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's anybody here where I'm like, oh shit, I really wish they were in it. Uh, other than people that you know haven't been with the company and are working in other companies, but like, I'm definitely going to download that first week all the creator wrestlers people have made of every AEW yeah. person that Cody. I like and. You know, those will all be there and because your favorite is Mox. new japan guys and uh, old wcw guys mm-hmm. and old ecw guys like that's what i always do whenever i get into wrestling games i go through and download everyone's like halfway decent creator wrestler for all my ecw guys yeah. and all my old school wrestlers that i like so uh, that should be exciting and, uh, and fun comes out again i think october sometime for 40 bucks though like that's a steal and all the free dlc too mm-hmm so good stuff all around. If the game's good, yeah, <laughs> the if game the could game's... suck, and we're even if it's decent, like it's fine. It doesn't need to blow me away. It's just got to be fun. But uh, lightning round, uh, something strange is happening. If you are planning on buying collector's editions of any upcoming Ubisoft games, and you live in the UK, uh, where if you purchase the collector's edition, you will not be getting any physical games in those collector's editions. So you'll be getting your statues and your art books and your sticker packs and your uh, whatever else it comes with, uh, postcards, coins, soundtracks, uh, but you won't get the game. 
The games will be only digital copies of those games, uh, but they're not going to cost you any less. Uh, Ubisoft hasn't come out and said why this is the case, other than don't worry, you can still pre-order collector's editions of PlayStation copies of the game and get physical games, and you can still get the physical games even if you per- if you purchase in the U.S. and everywhere else, but just for some reason, uh, you're not getting physical copies in the U.K. What do you what do you feel about that? Are you worried that this could be a trend that comes here? Uh, does it, or are you just like it's probably fine? It's a one off. It's just an Ubisoft thing, and it's just for these games. How do you feel about that? I feel like this is um, maybe a legal thing. Like there might be some sort of weird law in the U.K. about having like upgradable copies and like not having physical discs for them or something like that. Um, but it also seems like they're taking away from the people who want it the most. Like when you pre-order a physical copy of, or you a pre-order a, a collector's edition, it means you're super want that thing. You're now they're taking away the game, yeah. like the physical thing that comes with it. Like that seems like a stupid idea. And so this affects, um, in the immediate future, this affects Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Far Cry 6, uh, Watch Dogs Legion, I don't know if any of those came with any kind of like steelbook or anything like that. I know that Assassin's Creed did. So I don't know. I'm assuming you still get the steelbook, but there's just nothing in it, which is just a weird thing to have. I mean, I mean, I've got a steelbook for Tsushima with nothing in it right now. <laughs> yeah, but that was a choice that you made to trade in that game. Right. That wasn't a thing where they were just like, "We're sending you an empty box for your game that you never actually had physically in your hand." Like. Yours was a decision you made. Theirs is a choice thrust upon you. Yeah, so to this speak. this whole thing is weird. It's like the you know there there weren't a lot of them, but it was like those games that you would go, you'd buy a box in the store, and you would open it up, and there would be a code inside. Oh, like, I think there's like, a lot of them now. Tony Hawk did that. Like Tony Hawk Five did that, where you're just like you go, you buy it, and like there's a big stripe across the top. It's like must have internet, must download, no game inside. I mean, Minecraft was like that. Um, a lot of the like Cuphead is like that. Yeah, so the ones that were like indie games and smaller, but you wouldn't think about that for like Assassin's Creed or Far Cry or or like the collections. Yeah, uh, the Mega Man collection is like half on the disc or like the cart and and half a download code or um, Bayonetta Mm -hmm. as well as the same. Yeah, where one and two or two is on the disc and one is a download. Yeah, yeah, but that even makes sense for like a collection of multiple games. They can't fit everything on the cart. They don't want to put two Switch carts in there. Like I guess right. This is strictly. Yeah. No game. Yeah, this isn't a one-to-one comparison of those other things, which makes it all the more wonky. So, yeah, I'm hoping this is just a weird UK, like you said, legalese or loophole or something. Well, the fact that it's on the Xbox makes me think it has to be some sort of legal thing about the upgrade system. Yeah, I'm just wondering why it would be that. Because, like, some of those games are getting free upgrades on the PS4 as well, not through the same, like, named smart delivery, but, like, they've said that, you'll get them on PS5 as well. So like I don't know what it is. Ubisoft just said, don't worry, you can still get physical copies for all the other things and in all the other territories, uh, but haven't given a, a reasoning for this. So I'm hoping it's something that's just just the UK doesn't impact uh, anything for for us going forward because well, I, mean, I don't buy a lot of collect- <laughs> well i don't buy a lot of collector's editions anyway but like i would hate for there to be a, col- a collector's edition of you know miles morales and i don't get a game with it i just get a steel book and some nonsense mm-hmm. that would i think that would suck so we'll uh we'll see what that means and if it has any far-reaching 
either going east or west of where it currently is impacting I'm now. sure they're getting all sorts of negative press about it. So probably. Probably not. Well, especially if you've already pre-ordered it. Yeah. Because now you have to decide like, oh, shoot, do I want to keep the pre-order and keep the stuff and have a digital game? Or like, I don't even know about that. And like, I don't know what internet's like in the UK. Is it good? Do most people have good to great internet? Or are there some people like in the countryside that have real shit internet and buy the physical copies of games because that's the only way they can play it then and there and not have to wait 15 hours to download it or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So it could be good. It could be bad. But I'm sure they'll get flack if it's anything other than a perfect transition from one thing to I the mean, other. It's there's no way this is any good. Like, again, the people who buy the physical collector's editions physically want yeah. the... Like, they are the person who wants the game the most rather than the people who you know, have the option to get it one way or the other. So yeah. you're just taking something away. Like you're not even like, there's nothing good that can come of this. So it's just a weird, yeah. it's a weird choice. I'm hoping that they come out with an explanation sooner rather than later to at least explain why. Or make it cheaper. Yeah. Or make it cheaper. Exactly. Cause you're not, you're now saving that disc fee of, you know, whatever. Right. 20 bucks cheaper. Something like that. Just cause you're really screwing them over. Um, but yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see what that looks like going forward. Lightning round. I know we thought we were going to miss the reveal of this when we recorded early last week, but turns out there's just 65 different teases and releases and things to uncover and codes to unlock. Uh, but we finally have an official naming reveal of the next Call of Duty game. So it's what we thought it was going to be. It is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Thanks, Doritos or Mountain Dew or... Whatever weird snack food company leaked this on it their was bags. Doritos. I feel like yeah. It was Doritos. Yeah. Um, but also, like, they had been doing a lot of Warzone stuff that, like, kind of led up to it. And then they had all this, like, cryptic stuff on their website. And then they came out with, like, a, a video. And the, like, video flashed real quickly at the end that said, like, know your history. Um, and then the teaser came, or they. They posted the box art for it. And they're like, this is what it's called. And we're like, yeah, we fucking knew about it for weeks. Thanks, dude. Uh, and then they put a teaser out that's like, oh, uh, know your history. It's what it's called. We're going to fully unveil it later. Yeah, so the 26th, I think, which is this coming Wednesday. Yeah. So we've had teases. We've had the unlocks and everything. And I know like you were following it at one point. Like this one guy was trying to just unlock everything oh, all in so one day. bad for him, too. And then when he finally did it, someone had done it like three hours earlier. And it was all for naught. So, well, no, they, they'd done it weeks before. Oh, weeks before. Well, it's because, like, someone had um, dug through the coding of it, and, like, they had, like, pulled out the, you know, like, bitmap files and stuff like that from mm -hmm. Warzone, and was like, oh, this is what it was, but, like, no one had officially unlocked, like, you had to put in keypads in, into a certain thing and do yeah. it in a certain order, but somebody had just data mined and found it without playing the game properly, mm. and so, like... I, I was watching him as neat, neat, like watching people kind of uncover an Easter egg. But it, like, then they all got to the point where they were like, "Oh, this is something we knew about for weeks mm -hmm. because of data mining." So we just wasted our time. Yeah, fun. So yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll talk about it next week <laughs> when like it the, gets announced again. <laughs> six weeks in a row, but I, I'm assuming that's when we'll get more concrete gameplay, a real trailer that's not like a video or a yeah. movie. Uh, we'll probably also find out how this will impact Warzone because we have to assume that Warzone's still going to be the launcher for this, the way that it is for Modern Warfare. I don't know how that'll change. It like, could, but it also it's not an Infinity War game, so like my thinking is that it probably won't. I feel like it's still gonna. I, I don't think they're gonna abandon Warzone. I feel like that's oh, God, too no. big no. a part of their thing. So I don't know how this will play out. 
uh, to see if it is the same launcher, if it's just a different one. If it's the same launcher, are you then going to have four options for launching four different things? Like Then theoretically, you'd have the choice of Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, Regular Warzone, and Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which I feel like would bog down the menu like crazy, and it would make the launcher like... 500 gigs or whatever something stupid well there's so. already four options it's just single player oh yeah, player, right, yeah, yeah. war zone and then options so it, it would be tied in with the single player stuff or mm. tied in with the multiplayer stuff but i don't i mean it's competing com- not competing companies but like no. they're two separate entities i don't yeah. think that they would share the same space digitally um i mean it, it could be an activision call of like every, you guys are all call of duty devs so you're all working together to do this yeah i mean it so very it much could be especially with all the stuff that's leading from Warzone into this yeah but i i mean we won't know i don't they're definitely not abandoning Warzone. Warzone's too much of a, a cash grab for yeah it's cash grab it's word of mouth it's streaming it's it's keeping it in the like i feel like i hear more about call of duty in august than I would in any previous Call of Duties when normally the majority of people other than the diehards abandon it sometime at the beginning of the year yeah. once the, the new Call of Duty sheen wears off after the game comes out in like October, November. I do hope, I mean, I didn't talk about this when I was talking about what we were playing, but one of my big issues now is um, like just supporting the company right now mm-hmm. because they've openly, not openly said it, but they're not banning uh, cheaters who purchase the game. So if you own Call of Duty instead of just buying the Warzone and you cheat, they just kind of turn a blind eye to it. Oh, weird. And like cheaters themselves have come out and been like, yeah, we openly cheat and like stream it online and they're not getting banned because they bought the game. Weird. And so like that's an issue I'm having with also playing that online is like, do I want to support a company that doesn't give a shit about people who give them money like and abuse the game for everyone else yeah and my first thought would be like oh it's probably some legal thing of like you can't ban someone from playing a thing they bought but that wouldn't stop them from playing the single player so technically that's your workaround so i don't really know why that that would that would be an issue but but like legally you're not supposed to go in and modify digital data of a thing that looks like correct they're like breaks that you agree to a license to play online automatically breaking that by doing it but because they've already given them their money they're less inclined to fix it that's weird i'm sure there's i'd like to see a reasoning behind that or someone come out and say like why that is or what the deal with that is but i mean they they won't but yeah no i'm sure they won't but there are people who are like yeah i cheated in warzone i got banned then i bought the game and i started cheating again and now no one gives a shit Hmm. like and like are open about it like cheaters are now blatantly doing it because it's getting clicks and stuff like that and they're like oh i'm making money off of revenue by streaming cheats but no one's gonna ban me because i gave them my 60 dollars yeah it's really weird i'm surprised by that so So, i mean that was just a diversion so that's why i don't think that the two companies are going to meld together because mm -hmm. maybe that'll bring on it's becoming more and more prevalent as the game continues gotcha um but cool yeah i guess we'll find out on uh on wednesday and we'll talk about it more next week lightning round uh call of duty obviously has been stretching out their announcement for weeks on end it seems and we'll continue to do so until (laughs) they say it's the full reveal yeah uh, but we still don't know we've been duped before Uh, but that's the antithesis to a game that just got released not released this week but announced this week with 15 minutes of gameplay and has been i guess taking the internet by storm john you were super excited about this what game am i talking this about it's called uh black myth wukong right yeah black myth wukong um 
where I had seen a like gameplay. It was like 13 minutes of gameplay footage and trailer announcement just like pop up on YouTube. And I was like, oh, cool. It's Monkey King, which is uh, Journey to the West. It's a myth, a Chinese myth that's very popular. Mm -hmm. um, Dragon Ball is based on it, Goku and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, oh, like this looks neat. And so I watched the the 13 minute gameplay of it. And it's pretty much Journey to the West Sekiro. Like the way that it plays looks very Sekiro like, and um, like the graphics look very Sekiro like, and it's like ingrained in the mythology as well. Um, but it looks fucking dope, and uh, you can like, you start out as like a, a bug flying through, and there's all these like mythological characters and stuff like that, and then you can transform into a monkey, and then in in the gameplay he defeats a fox, and the fox has like a pull arm that's on fire and then you can turn into him and he pulls his the bow staff out of his hair it, it fucking looks super cool like graphically this is what mm -hmm. next gen looks like yeah and it's a chinese developer uh and it's their first it's i guess that's being touted as the first triple a yeah. chinese game uh it's former uh, devs from tencent so uh, they've clearly been making games for a while now i think the company started in 2014 but yeah, kind of cool. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be something that I play, but it, for you know a game studio I've never heard of to put out a AAA trailer and gameplay mm -hmm. video to, that looks this good is uh, pretty impressive stuff. Yeah, and like this is, I said it about Batman uh, Gotham Knights. Like this is how you, or rather, just Gotham Knights, not Batman. Um, yeah, it's not Batman. This is how you should like pitch a game now, like. Mm -hmm. The antithesis of, you know, Call of Duty Black Ops, which is what you were saying. Like, don't tease it for a million years. Just fucking show me gameplay. Like, mm -hmm. that's what, I mean, we said it with the Battlegrounds. Like, I'm excited for the potential of it. I don't know how it plays because we've barely seen any gameplay of it. Yeah, we've seen a little bit during the um, the Switch third-party direct, like the direct mini from a couple weeks ago. But that's really Right, it. but it was like part of a teaser trailer rather yeah. than just full-on gameplay. Yeah. Um, but, like, if you're going to come out swinging, especially as, like, a... They're not an indie studio because we don't know who they are, and China's money situation's weird anyway. But um, for a nobody, <laughs> you know, essentially nobody uh, with a name mm -hmm. studio to come out with this looking this good and to have 13 minutes of gameplay like from the get go, that's a perfect way to introduce a game. And uh, I mean, I'm not the only one that's singing praises about it online. I think most people who have seen it think it looks fantastic. Yeah, like I said, it's, I mean, it was a thing that. I I saw a bunch of articles about it, but didn't know what it was, and was like, I just saw like the monkey character, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what this is. I'm I'm cool, um, but looking at it and actually like going in and watching, I was like, oh, this actually does look uh, looks quite fun. Yeah, like lots of crazy hair physics. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he's a monkey who's so covered in hair, but he also fights a giant wolf, and the giant wolf it reminded me again of the Sekiro uh, giant ape thing because like he's covered in hair, so of course you want to light him on fire. Like mm -hmm. that's his his downfall um but like you would light him on fire and it would catch on fire through the rest of his fur and you'd have to roll to like take it out and stuff it looks fucking cool but mm -hmm. granted this is alpha quote unquote all alpha gameplay footage yeah. this could just be entirely constructed and we don't know yeah nor do we know what this is coming out for or when it's coming out but so far this looks super cool yeah so far so good um so yeah that'll be pretty exciting we'll 
definitely be keeping our eyes peeled on that. Uh, something that's kind of similar to it and goes against everything John thought, lightning round. We got an uh, announcement this week, John, and I'm sorry to say this because you just traded the game in because there had been no talk of any new content coming, <laughs> but Ghost of Tsushima... Uh, is getting content update in the form of something called Ghosts of Tsushima Legends, which is a up to four player co-op experience that doesn't follow Jin or the story, but basically lets you take control of the characters uh, that are the um, the source of myths that they tell in Tsushima throughout the game. So you hear about these. Well, these are standalone. Or like, standalone. Yeah. yeah. So these are like actual Japanese legends that mm-hmm. are now being t- playable and you play as, you know, one of the four legends. Mm-hmm. Um, this sounds very cool. I don't really like co-op games. I don't play them very much. Um, they did say that there's going to be a uh, matchmaking system so you can play with random people, which is nice. Um, and it is inevitably free. Um, but I... Obviously, I obviously like Japanese mythology and yeah. Japanese stuff, so um, I'm interested in knowing more. If it doesn't have any trophies, I probably won't necessarily go out and buy another copy of it, um, just because I don't have like the completionist mindset mm-hmm. to it. And also, I said I'm not a big co-op person to begin with. Yeah, so there's there's going to be actual story missions. Um, I think those are just co-op two-player story missions. Yeah. Um, and you can play as different character classes. So there's the samurai, the hunter, the ronin, and the assassin. Then there's also the four-player aspect of it, which is just a survival wave-based horde mode, essentially. But the trailer looks super spooky, super badass looking. I really like the look of the four different characters that you can play as. And the fact that it's a free update is just like a a nice like thing that again we did not know was coming your specific reason for trading it in was right. there's no there's, nothing on the there's no DLC there's no online there's no nothing so like I'm done with the game I platinum it it's over and then like what 4 days later they're like guess what we got guys new content yeah co-op new story modes new horde mode or whatever um so that's kind of a bummer that it was like it happened so quickly right after but like you said it's not necessarily in line with what you would be looking for anyway uh, but it is cool that it's a free update coming yeah. so i'm i'm excited to potentially try this out i don't know if you'll be able to i think you'll be able to play it alone if you want to no it's strictly co-op oh okay yeah so the the single player is only two people um and you can't play it single player at all okay um so that's what makes me not care as much also i'm probably trying to rationalize the fact that i don't own a copy anymore mm-hmm. um but the fact that you can't play this alone also hinders my care for it. Um, but I'm glad it's free. I'm glad it exists for the people who, you know, have copies of it still. And I, the more I see about it, the more I may go out and get another copy and GameStop rent it for the weekend or whatever. Yeah, even if it's just to try it out and, like, you and me can do the story. Mm-hmm. Or we can try to get like, you, me, Tyler, and Joe to do the, the horde mode or whatever. I feel yeah. like we could probably come up with the time to be able to do that. So that could be fun. But they just said fall, so we don't know necessarily when it's coming. Yeah, but I mean, still super cool, super exciting stuff that a free, free DLC with a like a new way to play and lots of free DLC we're talking about this week. Yeah, that's good. I think people, the companies, kind of realized that you know if you, it's almost worth the goodwill to have these kinds of things rather than the monetary value, because you're going to get more people to be like, yeah, I'm going to buy that game because there's no microtransactions and there's no DLC. Right. And so I'm going to support it. And maybe I'll buy the cosmetics because I'm 
I want to give them money because it's not a loot crate. It's just a, you know, oh, I want to buy that skin. So here's 10 bucks or five bucks or whatever. Because right. you didn't try to nickel and dime me on the levels and the characters and all these other things. Right. It's the whole, uh, like, suggested tip thing. Like, yeah. if you don't require entry and you just say suggested tip, usually you get more money because yeah. people are more willing to give you more. Yeah, like museums and stuff where they're just like, make a donation, whatever you think oh, is yeah, fair. Suggested donation. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, tips are always suggested. But, you know, not mandatory. Because it's a tip, yes. Yeah. Um, no, suggested yeah. donation. Was yeah, same kind of thing. For. Yeah, because you're like, oh, you know what? You didn't force me to pay something. I wouldn't have come in here otherwise. So That's I, how I feel about mobile games. I feel like I got a lot of use out of it. So yeah. like, I'm more willing to spend money on like Fall Guys stuff because I'm having fun with the game. But they didn't make me pay for the game. They didn't make me pay for... You know, I don't have to buy continues or anything like that to like play more rounds. So I'd be more willing to like go buy a costume pack or something, yeah, something cool. Yeah. Then if if you were just like, all right, you've played for five rounds now, uh, you got to buy a continue. Yeah, buy you, some gems to continue. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't have any of that stuff. So it's you're more likely to um, to participate and give them monetary money. But yeah, good stuff. Uh, I'm excited for the Ghost of Tsushima Legends. So once we know more about that, I'm sure we'll try to come up with something and see if we can't uh, play that co-op or those uh, those raids. Mm-hmm. Should be fun stuff. Uh, anything I missed then for the uh, lightning round, not lightning round for this week? No, I think that's it. Cool. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So let us know what you thought of the DC fandom. What movies and games are you most excited for? Uh, are you more the Suicide Squad and Rocksteady? Or are you more Gotham Knights and playing as the other members of the Bat family? Uh, what Avengers characters are you looking forward to that are either in the data mine or haven't been announced that you want to see as playable characters in the future? What Indie World games were you most excited for? Who do you can't wait to play as in WWE Battlegrounds? Are you a UK collector who is not going to get physical copies of games and how does that make you feel what did you think of black myth wukong are you sold on this new AAA chinese game and are you excited to play it uh and how many of your friends are you going to get to play ghost of tsushima legends let us know on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods but once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam and i'm johnny and thanks so much for listening wash your hands <laughs>